Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Like all of his prophecy updates for the past three years, Pastor J.D. ends today's update with the ABCs of salvation. The A is for admit that you're a sinner. The B stands for believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. And C is for call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Not might or could, you will be saved. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on May 16, 2021. May I draw your attention to Luke's Gospel, the 12th chapter? I want to read verses 54 through 56. He, speaking of Jesus, said to the crowd, When you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say, it's going to rain, and it does. And verse 55, when the south wind blows, you say, it's going to be hot, and it is. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? Stop right there. To me, this is the question that every single one of us needs to be asking ourselves. Do we know how to interpret the signs of these times? I mean, I know that I... Again, just bear with me, please. I've never fancied myself as being intelligent or smart or, you know, I jokingly say I'm not the sharpest knife in the kitchen drawer. That's not really hyperbole. That's actually true. I'm not proud of this. I barely graduated high school. I actually got suspended, almost expelled. I rebelled. My dad was a teacher. I was a teacher's kid. And because of my life before Christ, I did a lot of damage to my brain because of my lifestyle. And when I came to Christ, I had to get the living, or no, the Good News Bible. I think later it would become the Living Bible because it was a limited vocabulary. When I read the Bible the first time all the way through, 
I had to read the Good News Bible in its limited vocabulary. And I'm, again, I'm, this is not hyperbole, even that was a stretch for me, with that limited vocabulary. That's how much damage I had done. Now, certainly, and praise the Lord, He has restored the years that the locusts have eaten. But to this day, and I, I don't want to talk just about myself, but I'm just using this as an example and an illustration. To this day, I still suffer the consequences of my life before Christ. Neurologically, uh, physiologically, I'm dealing with issues that, because of that, I mean, surely I've, I've been forgiven, I'm saved, but there are consequences, far-reaching consequences. And one of those consequences is I have a very difficult time academically. This is why I would never even consider, nothing wrong with this, going to college or furthering my education. When people ask me, they say, hey, what Bible college should you go to? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just laugh like I am right now. <laughs> Bible, I don't think I would have got accepted into a Bible college. I say that to share this, and again, this is not hyperbole. If I can understand it, you can understand it. Please, please, please never look at me and think of me as being, man, that dude is really on top of it. He really knows his stuff, <laughs> if you only knew. But it's what Paul wrote to the Corinthians that he chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Why? So only he can take the credit for it and receive the glory for it. If I, even if I wanted to, if I tried, it would be laughable to try to take the credit. This is, and I've shared this before, when someone says to me, wow, God really spoke to me. Um, if God could speak through someone like you, then that means there's hope for me. If God could use a donkey like you, and I say that word affectionately, <laughs> so too can he use a donkey like me. See, he gets all the glory. See, I know that over the years God has made it abundantly clear, painfully clear when need be, that you're going to hear a different sermon than the one I preached. I thank you so much for that, Lord. Because the Holy Spirit takes, I'm just the mouthpiece, he takes the Word, and He fine-tunes it to your heart, because see, He sees and knows your heart. I don't. I only look at the outward appearance. And He knows what that need of your heart is to encourage your, your heart, to strengthen your heart. See, God knows that. And the Holy Spirit takes the Word that doesn't return void, and He fine-tunes it to that exact need. 
And I love it when somebody will say something to me to the effect of, man, that was, God really spoke to me. And then I made the fatal mistake. I never do this anymore, by the way. I made this mistake one time. I wanted to know what part of the sermon was such a blessing to them. (laughs) Oh boy, did I get spanked, and rightfully so. And this precious sister said to me, oh, it wasn't anything you said. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the Holy Spirit going, really? Really? You thought it was you? It's a very long way to say a very simple truth. And that is, if I can interpret the signs of the times, I am no expert. I, I am not smarter than you, better than you. If I can interpret these signs, so can you. So can you. If we do, if you do, then you're going to come to the conclusion that I've come to. And that conclusion is, this is it. The end. This is how it ends. This is the way it ends. And oh, by the way, this is when it ends. Because if this is not when it ends, I don't know what is. Because in order to get there and have this not be the end, do you want to go back over all of those scenarios? Some of you are saying, please, Pastor J.D., don't put us through that again. I won't. And that's just a sampling of all of the things that would have to happen in order for this to not be the end. You take everything, and we've only covered a few of those things, and you put them all together, and here's the word, simultaneously. Just the statistical odds have to be insurmountable, off the charts, incalculable, unfathomable, to have exactly what we're told in God's Word would happen at the time of the end, happen exactly as He said it would, simultaneously, simultaneously. I don't know how you could come to any other conclusion. He's not delaying His coming. He's coming now. He's coming now. There's no more time. Let me catch my breath. And again, the Lord knows my heart when I say this. I, every update, it's like, Lord, I'm going to preach my heart out like it's my last, because it could be. It could be. Do you know that we've been doing these weekly prophecy updates for going on 16 years now, every week? If you would have come to me even five years ago and said that I'd be talking about what I'm talking about today, I would have responded like Sarah responded to Abraham when he said, we're going to (laughs) have, honey, no, it's more like this, honey, 
we're going to have a son. (laughs) Disbelief. Laughable disbelief. This is why we do the updates. This is why we end with the gospel. This is why we share the simple ABCs of salvation, which is just a childlike, simple explanation of salvation. What's the gospel? The gospel means good news. The Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians in chapter 15, the first four verses, says the gospel is that Jesus came and He died. He was crucified for you in your place, by the way. He was buried in your place, by the way. And He rose again and defeated death on the third day in your place, by the way. And He's coming back again one day to take you to His place, by the way. That's the good news. That's the gospel. What are the ABCs? Very simply, the A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. You might think you're a good person, and you may be a good person, but you can never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 is interesting because it announces, for lack of a better way of saying it, the bad news first, and then offers the good news. What's the bad news? Well, the bad news is, is that the wages of sin is death. In a sense, you've been sentenced to death. You have the death penalty because of sin. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, you'll forgive the simplicity with which I illustrate this again, but it is childlike simple. What's a gift? Something that's given. Something I don't pay for. Someone had to pay for it. See, if I pay for it, it's no longer a gift, it's a purchase. Oh, it's a gift that is given to me if I would but receive it, but He paid for it. We are not our own, but purchased with a price. It cost Him everything, His life, His blood shed in our stead to purchase us and for us this gift He offers to us of eternal life. That's the good news. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. I emphasize that for a reason. It's not you might, you could, you should, there's a good chance, the jury's out, we'll see, verdict's not in. No. You will. Why is it so definite? Why is there no still jury deliberating on it? Why is the verdict in? Because Jesus said, it is finished. Period. Not comma. I'm not angry. 
Maybe I am a little bit. It's not, it is finished if. It is finished but. Or this one. (laughs) Emphasis added. It is finished however. Oh, that's got riddled with legalism. The implication being there's something I still need to do. No, I don't have to do anything. He did it all. He paid it all. It is finished. Chalas in Arabic. I love that word because you spit on people when you speak. (laughs) Actually in the original language of the Aramaic and Hebrew and my native tongue of Arabic, it's not three words, it is finished. It's just one word. It's much more convenient. And I love the power of that word. Chalas! Period. It's done. Finito. I love to laugh. It's so medicinal. And and plus, God has a sense of humor, doesn't He? If you doubt that, just look at yourself in the mirror and you'll realize (laughs) the sea is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13 says that all who call upon the name of the Lord, and here's that word again, will be saved. We've been sharing these ABCs of salvation for, I think, three plus years now. And we continue to receive testimonies from all over the world. This online member writes, Dear Pastor J.D., greetings from Cape Town, South Africa. We just have to share this testimony with you, and we pray that this will serve as a witness and inspiration to you and our brothers and sisters in Christ. I also want to thank you and your congregation for welcoming us from all over the world as brothers and sisters into your church and as a family in Christ. We were looking for an opportunity to share the ABCs of salvation with others, but billboards are locally not an easy option for advertising due to tight environmental legislation and restrictions. As an alternative, I have decided to use the ABCs of Salvation as a WhatsApp profile pic to see if this will provide an opportunity to share the gospel, but to no avail. What a disappointment. But God. (laughs) I then got a call from a friend who saw the ABC profile pic on WhatsApp and inquired about my involvement with a small ABC childcare center about 50 kilometers from Cape Town with apparently a similar logo. At first, (laughs) I didn't know what she was talking about, but then I realized that God was at work and I sensed Him saying, you wanted an opportunity. Here it is. So I got in my car, drove to the little town of Klapmutz, and eventually found the little school 
with 33 little children at the back of a small house down some small side street, not knowing how the owner would respond, I asked her if she knew what the name of her little school really means, and shared the ABCs of salvation with her right there on the pavement. Needless to say, (laughs) we were invited to the little school. We had t-shirts printed with the ABCs of salvation for all the kids and all the staff. And this morning, we had the opportunity to share the gospel with all of them. And by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we had the heavenly experience of praying the prayer of salvation over all of them. We serve an almighty God. Yes, praise the Lord. I am quite sure there must be more schools and daycare facilities with the name ABC around the world and would challenge other believers to find them and to share the ABCs of salvation with the staff and children of those schools. We will continue to pray for you, your congregation, and all believers around the world to stand strong in their faith and to spread the light of Jesus Christ during these challenging times. Your brother in Christ, Gideon, Cape Town, South Africa. Praise the Lord. As one said, the Spirit of God, through the Word of God, minister to the people of God, as only God can. I pray that you're encouraged. I pray that you're strengthened. (laughs) This word has been totally hijacked by the world, and I know Arabs shouldn't use the word hijacked, but motivated. I pray and hope there's a, a newfound motivation, an urgency, perhaps better said, with the little time that we have left before that trumpet sounds, to get Jesus to as many people as you can, and get as many people as you can to Jesus. That's what it's all about. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you. Ah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for the gospel, for the simplicity. Thank you for the gift of eternal life, paid for in full. Thank you that all who call upon your name, believing in their hearts, confessing their sin, will be saved. Lord, thank you for salvation. And thank you that soon and very soon, sooner, I believe, than any of us, myself included, could possibly imagine. You're coming back to take us to that place you prepared for us in your Father's house. That if it were not so, you would have told us. But you went to prepare this place for us, so that where you are, we may be also. Lord, come quickly. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. 
God chose to speak his truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.